Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 272 for March 11th, 2021. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Nick here. Hi, everybody. Hey. Happy March. Happy March. Happy pre-colonoscopy day. Yeah. Happy <laughs> shit so your brains out if I If I am a little less uh, peppy than normal, uh, I t- tomorrow morning I have a scope. Six Is more gonna be peppy extra, than normal. I, well, yeah. extra peppy tomorrow. Extra peppy tomorrow. I will be He's very, saving up his pep. I will be very excited to have it done. <laughs> very excited to have it done. Well, I'm happy you're excited to get a tube up your well, ass. Well, okay. Great. I want to stand on my soapbox for just a little bit here, for just oh, two seconds. No. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, I haven't been standing up too high on too many things today, but <laughs> 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 I will say this. Having a colonoscopy done is not that hard. And I really, my mom's a a colon cancer survivor. Uh, Her dad passed away from it, and his nine brothers and sisters all passed away from it. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. The same cancer? Yes, all colon cancer. (laughs) All nine had colon cancer. And my mom had it and survived it, was one of the first people to have it and survive it. Oh, goodness. She was 42 years old when she had it. Why are they not shoving tubes up your ass every five days? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so I should have started my screening process at the age of 32 because she was 42 when she got right. it. Um, and because of my other disease, don't know, inflammatory bowel disease of some sort, that's when I started getting um, colonoscopies. And I will say, it's not that hard to have done. It's, You're a pro, though. It's unpleasant. Yeah. You know what? The first one was probably easier because I didn't know what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you know it's coming, you kind of tense up. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. You know? But, yeah. but so, so the process is tomorrow morning, Friday morning, uh, at 645, I'm supposed to be at the hospital. Uh, so yesterday, Wednesday, I started... Uh, not eating it's a clear liquid diet and you start some pills last night that uh you know start the process flowing through your body (laughs) when you say when you say clear liquid does that mean like instead of coke you have to drink like sprite so no caffeine no carbonated beverages Um, oh my you were talking like apple juice white grape juice um chicken broth um you can't have anything uh, colored or red or purple, but blue drink is okay. In, in for for what I'm doing, <laughs> is what the hell is they're, blue? They're, is well, Gatorade. It not like a yeah? Is it like not like a naturally occurring blue in your colon? Is that why I they, think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't want to confuse the cherry Gatorade for, for blood. Yes, yes. Right. What and and, and grape will also turn to red sometimes in your bowels. I see. Um, so like I'm now, learning all sorts of shit now right today, now. today, like last night, I essentially overdosed on laxatives. Uh, so that was my all night 
today you overdose on Miralax mixed with Gatorade. So I had blue Gatorade today mixed with like a month's worth of Miralax that you're supposed to down in like two hours. I'm not I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating this at all. It's not it's not pleasant. It doesn't hurt. It might be a little soothing, though, right? Like just to flush all that shit out. Uh, no, there's nothing. There's <laughs> nothing soothing about it for me. My problem is I'm very hungry. So like my last meal was yesterday at 4 p.m. Yeah, the hunger's not cool, but like cleaning out the the plumbing, I I gotta feel like that's kind of nice. Yeah, I mean there there is a there is a sense of yes, it's it's all flushed. <laughs> Nick, have you ever had an enema? <laughs> no. <laughs> have you? Once. Wow. I was very constipated as a child. Oh, yes. And it went, it was literally the worst pain of my life to very lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Not just like better. No, lovely. Lovely. Actively lovely. good. Like, when can we do this again? <laughs> like, that's what it was excruciating. I want to kill myself because there is no worse feeling than constipation. It is horrendous. Yeah. To, oh, <laughs> the free the free the free movement of my bowels right Isn't this great yeah but Once. you're like a colonoscopy pro rob like yeah. you're there you're punching the ticket this to get a free colonoscopy <laughs> after visit 12 this is number well, three the, the doctor has to ask him how the procedure goes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's like telling the doctor what yeah. to do <laughs> what hole does it go in again <laughs> So after my first colonoscopy, the hospital that I go to and my doctors are very proud of saying uh, because they put you under. I mean, you're you're out and under for the procedure. They're very proud of saying this is the drug that killed Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) That's a horrible. I heard that three times in my first colonoscopy (laughs) right before the, the guy sits down. He's like right next to me. He's like, you know. This is, the, this is the drug that killed Michael Jackson. What do I make of that? Count Doc. backwards from five, buddy. <laughs> Bite down on this block. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, what am I most supposed to make of it? I'm like going to give tell you, you the shit before. that took down the king of pop. <laughs> they yeah. tell you that before, not after, right? Oh, they told me that before, and then I heard it twice after. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just to remind you, you survived what... <laughs> Old MJ could not. Yep. The old pro- yeah, I was I was wondering if like if you know you know when you go to the dentist and you get in that fluoride stuff or whatever and they go what flavor do you want? Mm. I wonder if it was gonna be like you know what 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 flavor lube do you want? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it matters. But <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were gonna be like, do you want the drug that killed Whitney Houston? Do you want the drug that killed Prince? Do you want I want the one that killed Whitney Houston? The drug that killed Elvis? What was it? What what, did, what was Whitney on heroin? <laughs> Probably, I think. I think it was heroin. The old, the it, it's old good old po- propofol though that got Michael Jackson. They call it the milk of amnesia. <laughs> Didn't the guy, his doctor, like go to prison? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was a big thing. And, I remember and, that. And the guy, sh- you know, shoving it in my veins is very, very, you know, comical about it because you know I, this is me. You get what you get on this show is what I'm like when <laughs> I, my ass is hanging out. Literally, can confirm. Can confirm. <laughs> And and he's like, yeah, it's the, called it milk of amnesia. Look, it's even white. <laughs> it was showing it to me. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Get it inside me. <laughs> Fill me up, Doc. Fill me up. 
top me off. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, I really, if you've got anybody in your family that's had colon cancer, it's not a hard. It's not a hard thing to go through. I, well, I, the cancer is hard, right? The cancer is awful, but yeah, it's preventable. With right. proper screening, colon cancer is preventable. And it's the number three killer, cancer killer in America. What so, are the top two? Uh, I'm not sure what the top two are. I just saw the stat for colon cancer was number three. Liver? Mm, I don't know. Pancreas? Pancreatic? Oh, yeah. Pancreatic. You can get the pancreas and it's... Uh, it's uh, over, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I just... If anybody in your immediate family has had it, I really want everybody to go get a colonoscopy. And I think that me sitting here tonight, I mean, I'm less than 12 hours away from the procedure. I've I've gone through the hell of running to the bathroom for the last day and a half. Um, yeah, it's not fun, but it's not hard. Lung number one, breast number two. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I really do hope that goes okay. I, I did not know that stat about your mom and her yeah. family. That is really nuts. Yeah. And that's actually very scary. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. and and the thing is, uh, it takes about ten years for a polyp in your colon to develop into cancer. So, if you go every five years, three to five years, um, I think you know you're going to be pretty safe. But I just want everybody to go get one if you've if you've got any fears of it because it's not difficult at all. Good. I'm looking forward to it being done. I mean, that's for yeah. sure, because then I can have some toast and some o- OJ. <laughs> Maybe they'll bring me limiting, some chicken are, are nuggies. Are you what you can eat afterwards? Uh, just you got to eat very slow. You got to build up. Um, you know, by noon tomorrow, I'll be having a halfway decent meal. Okay, yeah. so you can't just like immediately leave the office and go like do like a hot wi- hot chicken wing challenge? No, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> But my dad has been doing salads just a week and a half straight. Oh. Just soup and salads because yeah. it's the same thing. It's, it's like, like the fucking can. Olive Garden. Yeah. Right. The Gregorio household. <laughs> <laughs> just soaking everything up with the bread, which is a thing that only my family does, apparently, that no one else does. What are you when, talking about? When you got the oil on the plate and you soak it up with the bread? No, bread's a utensil. Okay. Yeah. I think it's an Italian thing then. Yeah, you know, I mean, remember when Zach was on, he used to always rave about how bread's a utensil. Right. Way yeah, because yeah, I, there's so many people I talk to that don't do that. I'm like, uh, they just leave the oil on the dish. But it's no, like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. My plate is clean when I'm done. Sure. Yeah. That's an Italian thing. Yeah, I think definitely. Um, okay, so I hope everything goes well. But, yeah. But, I, so you you might be standing up though every so often. Yeah. And, if uh, I go yeah. silent during the the show at some point, you guys know out yeah. there. I've Rob uh, is recording this from his toilet yes. right now. <laughs> So at any moment. Yep. But anyway, it's the I hope the process of that is almost done because I spent most of the night running to the bathroom. So anyway. So uh how about them Royals? Not the Kansas City Royals, yeah. the British Royals. Oh my god. Oh right, right. I am so, ugh, who cares? <laughs> I heard about this via meme. Yeah. It's it's like the meme of the day. Yeah. Now, what was actually said? The memes tend to, I think. <sighs> okay. So I don't care about the British royals at all, at all. But apparently, a lot of Americans do. Yeah, they're, I, they're like they're like fake celebrities, though, right? Like they're they're famous for the same reason, like 
<laughs> this is going to sound so bad. They're famous for the same reason someone like Paris Hilton was famous, right? Like, just because they're rich. The, their last name the queen is had a, a sex tape. <laughs> the queen could have a sex tape, sure. I don't care. Um... Uh, Meghan Markle might have I don't know like she was definitely she's a failed actress definitely might have you know might have been in a few movies um but uh yeah like so I I guess they left Harry and Meghan Markle left the royal family because of the negative press coverage that they were getting yeah and it was a very public exit and apparently the queen and those around her made some very negative statements about her grandchild and the woman that I think the royal family believes stole well, him away. Didn't didn't Harry say it wasn't grandma or grandpa that made the negative comments? Okay. I believe but, he said that. But it's always yeah, okay, like Joe Biden doesn't say certain things and Trump didn't say certain things that like his people leak out. Right. Like, yeah. They have surrogates. It's the same yeah. sort of thing. It's like it, the people close to sources say Yeah. You that they're basically talking mouthpieces for the the grandparents, but um, so they left, and everybody's mad about this because they think like Meghan Markle's like an opportunist that came in and stole this man from well, his sense of duty and obligation. I mean, she got a forty-two million dollar princess wedding, and then mm. it was like, meh, fuck this, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. You're which I get. Fuck this, because it's a joke. The whole thing's a fucking joke. Right. I mean, they've chosen to have a monarchy over there, so. But it's a bad idea. I mean, it's, what it's a, a it, or it's a nonsense idea. Like they don't have any power. Well, it's not like we can say, "Oh, the economy of of the UK is so great these days because of fucking what Queen Elizabeth's been doing." No, but it's tradition. Mm. I mean, tradition is hard to break. And most of the time, it's fucking stupid. Well, yeah, it is. You ever watch soccer? <laughs> well, and yeah. like be like, why is the clock counting up? Yeah. Why aren't they stopping the clock when the ball goes out of bounds? Yeah. And they go, it's tradition. That's not a, a good enough answer. It's tradition. That's a bad answer to that question. Count down for God's sake. Start at <laughs> 90 and work backwards. I have no idea how much time is left in the game. I don't know who has how many points. I guess they're called goals. <laughs> yeah, Tradition say, is not a good can, enough answer. You can look at the scoreboard for the points. <laughs> I suppose the thing it's is, fucking like, dumb. Harry, Harry was, is never going to be king. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. How does that work? So it is the firstborn son, usually in uh, that that you know succeeds the crown. Mm. So. You got Charles that is next because he's the firstborn son to to Queen Elizabeth. And uh, what's his name? Wasn't he on Epstein's Island, though? No, that's Andrew. Andrew. Andrew was on Epstein Island. Is he a son? Who is he? Yes, he is a son. He's Elizabeth's son. He, he is Elizabeth's son, yes. Who else is Elizabeth's son? I don't know. who. who how many kids Queen Elizabeth has? We'll have to look that up. See, I'd much rather be this could have been our about, bracket. This yeah. could have been our bracket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Queen's children. The Queen's children. I would much rather be talking about Kim and Kanye's kids. Charles, Anne, Andrew, and Edward are all Queen Elizabeth's children. 
so Andrew theoretically would be second in line if Charles were to. Yeah. Well, but even but now that Charles has children that he has William and Harry, they are then the next in line. And William is ahead of Harry. And William is ahead of Harry. Hmm. So. And also the queen is immortal. Yes. <laughs> 94. That's, that's true too. The woman is 94. <laughs> but can still throw shade with the best of yep. them, apparently. Mm-hmm. Can still just get into a dog fight. You got to remember her political career started with like what Winston Churchill, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, she had, if you could, she had to contend with that guy. So you her I mean? father was King George the Sixth. He got the throne because his brother abdicated because he was mm-hmm. getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, what a scandal! Yeah, very much <laughs> scandal. So King George uh, took the throne, and George only had two daughters, uh, Elizabeth and oh, what the fuck was her name? Not important, Margaret. <laughs> Yeah, that yep. bitch not important. Not important. <laughs> um, so, of course, Queen Elizabeth accedes the you know to power after King George died in what fucking nineteen fifty two, and has held on to it with a firm grasp. And I know longer than that. Jesus, I don't know when she took power. I gotta watch The Crown. People love the fucking Crown. You know, I liked the first two seasons. I can't get. You've past, watched it. I can't get past the third season when they shift or when they change cast. They bring on Olivia Coleman. Later, yeah, right? they bring on Olivia Coleman and Claire. What is what's her name? Claire Foy. Yeah. yeah, outstanding in the first two seasons. I've heard she's great. Outstanding, uh, but and, and I know that the new the new one is is good. I just can't get past the the shift. I do love me some Olivia Coleman. Yeah. She's great in Broadchurch. Ever seen Broadchurch? No. That's a show you'd like. Yeah. I might have it's just like that. a British cop show. Ah, okay. Yeah. So she took the throne in 1952. I thought I was older than that. I mean, that's a long ass time ago. That is a long ass time ago. That's 70 years. Yeah. Like, think about how many presidents she's been through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many U.S. presidents? Like, so she was like in her 30s when she took over? She was queen in her 30s? Yeah. She was young. Damn, I'm 25. Yeah, you're never going to be queen. What the hell? <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe of <if> this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, she's a, she's a bad bitch, though, that Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Truman was I- president. Wow. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> Dude, he dropped a bomb on Japan. That's how long ago that was. Yep. Truman? To Eisenhower. To Harry Truman was president. (laughs) Harry Truman. (laughs) That was an eternity ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think I'm pro Megan. Are you? I think so. I'm not. I don't think I am. When I think I'm pro Megan. I mean, the thing is, like, I don't understand how this is a scandal because they don't do anything. Well, so when Megan decided to marry a prince, her time of being in the spotlight is over. She's not allowed to do any public interviews anymore. Um, obviously not work. I mean, her job is to serve the throne. 
But that is mm-hmm. working though. You have to do like charity work and shit. Right? right. But you're not allowed to be in you're not allowed to like be in front of a camera like she obviously and strives to be in front of. You can't you can't express your own opinion. Like everything right. you say has to be approved through right. the crown and everything because right. you're representing them. Mm. So I think she just wants to be famous. And Yeah, definitely. But like who doesn't? Yeah. No, I, I just I hate this entire institution. And I'm just like, however you got to take it down. It needs to be taken down from the inside, right? Because you're not going to be able to do anything on the outside. What? Why, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. That's how you take it down. Why do you need to take down this institution? Yeah, why? Because it sucks. Well, yeah, but it's not. Because it causing... fucking sucks, But dude. it's not hurting anyone. Because you no. can't make a joke about an old lady in the UK without being thrown in prison. That's stupid. Oh, you can make a joke about the queen. You can't. Oh, People sure got you it. Can. Ricky Gervais got in trouble for it. I remember a couple years ago. Ow. It is against the law. You cannot tell a joke about the queen. You cannot mock the queen on on British television. You go mo- to jail. They mock the queen all the time on the British TV shows I watch. Yeah, but they like <laughs> take like a nice little jab, man. They don't they don't mock the queen like we mock our leaders. Like we mock our queens, like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton. Like the buffoon, we fucking mock those hoes. Like the buffoon not, running not, our country. <laughs> yeah, it's come on. Like, I that's why I love this country. As much as you want to complain about the Kardashians, who are, I guess are our royal family. Like they're the closest sort of approximation. They're famous for like not really a good reason. And they're just tabloid fodder. They exist just for tabloid fodder. But like at least they earned it. At least like they worked for it. At least we chose them. That's the thing about the, the British royalty. No one chose them. Their name chose them. The crown, the castle chose them. A lot of fucking dead people chose them. Yeah. Like a lot of fucking yeah. dead people. Yeah. And now they're dead. It's true. And, and, you know, dead people don't make decisions anymore. And I think for good reason. Well, move I on. Mean, you're great. Cycle it through. Your great grandparents, their decision to fuck has brought you to yeah, where you are. Yeah, I disagree. Are. Dead people make more decisions yeah. than people who are alive today. Yeah. They don't make good ones, though. Well, no, that's they, obvious. They don't make fucking good ones. <laughs> they make bad decisions. The fact that you're sitting here talking to us is very, that it makes it very you obvious. You feel too strongly about this. Yeah, because I, I just think it's really dumb that Americans care. It's one thing like if Brit British people care or if Piers Morgan cares or whatever. It, it's I don't not know what's that they that care. Guy. It's just that they love drama. It's all about the drama. And, and, and if you don't take a stand, if you don't have an opinion, then how can you ever be right? And that's what it's all about is being right. <laughs> all you comes ha- back to that. Doesn't you it? have to be right. And so you have to take an opinion on on which way to go. I you have don't. to give your two cents, so to speak. Two cents. Idiot. Yeah, I don't understand the scandal. I, I still don't get it. I, I, did, yeah. What? What? They said he left the family. To like, how? What did he do to leave? He's like, I don't want this money in this castle anymore. Well, he wanted the money. They cut him off from the money. <laughs> well, that's isn't that what it is? Yeah. Like I just don't want to be like a prince anymore. Yeah, so like but, here, take the throne. I'm I'm out. So what, did he officially abdicate his position? I don't know if it's a position that you can abdicate. Uh, yeah, I, that's yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. I don't understand. What does yeah. he do? He doesn't do anything. Who cares? My point exactly. So just get rid of it. That's what I'm like. I am. Well, more we don't need to get by... rid of the answer. We don't need to bomb the fucking queen's palace. Like maybe you're recommending. we do. <laughs> Or at but. least bomb them with an Oprah bomb, you know, just the, <laughs> like use the, the, the methodology that we can. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, I just think it's really stupid. And I am more interested by the people that chose to leave rather than the people that didn't choose to stay and are just royal because we're royal. You know, like do something, do something like worthy of our attention. If you want our attention so bad, wait for the Meghan Merkel documentary. Make a fucking sex tape on Netflix. On like Netflix. MK, get Ray J in a room and do something worth our goddamn time, as opposed to whatever the hell the Royals do every like three years. So the Queen is the leader of the church in the nations that she oversees. Uh, the monarch has a less formal role as head of nation. The sovereign acts as a focus for national identity, unity, and pride, gives a sense of stability and continuity, officially recognizes uh, success and excellence, and supports the ideal of voluntary service. So nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just nonsense jobs. <laughs> But I, I mean, mean it's, there, a, it's a cultural soft power. There's there's Ugh. a continuity there in terms of government and, and rule. Think of it this way. Think of they it this don't way. don't rule. Nika, 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 Nika. What? Here, okay, think of it this way. Yeah. If we get rid of the queen, that means we also have to get rid of every sports team's mascot. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. You can't make one argument without making the other. Well, we nope. do change them, though. We change them all the time if we don't like them. Yeah, well, what happened to the die. Washington football team? Kings and queens die. Yeah, we over changed time. them. <laughs> I bet you there's some mascots that are older than the queen. Yeah. Again, though, like, I don't have to be a Jet fan. I choose to be a Jet fan. You That's don't have to the like difference. the queen. No, but if you're, if you're British, you can't say anything about them. Yeah, you can't if, you're say born anything. In, if you're born in New York, you can't like the Red Sox. I you mean, ab- but no, but you absolutely can. But you can't, but though. You but you can. <laughs> but you can, though. But that's the difference. You can. And I know people that have. One of my best friends is a New York Giant fan, Boston Red Sox fan, and Detroit I, Pistons fan. Fi- okay, In Connecticut. fine. Fine. In Connecticut. But the point that Nick is trying to make is the 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 mascot itself. What's the point of the mascot? Arbitrary tri- tribalism is bad. That I yeah. I understand your point. I un- yes, I get it. But I do think though, like like in sports, it is a healthy outlet to explore that stuff well maybe it is a a healthy outlet for for the united kingdom and and clearly it's not they're not having a very good time right now with this (laughs) (laughs) pierce did you see what pierce morgan said the other day damn he lost his mind dude what's up with pierce Ah, i don't know (laughs) i rumor has it he thought he was gonna be dating megan markle there was a time where he told the story yeah. yeah where he went out on a date with her and like that next day she met Harry and the, never heard from her again. The tour, the story he told was he went out for drinks with Meghan Markle. It was going great for a couple hours. Then he puts her in a cab and that cab takes her to the party and where she met Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last he heard of Meghan yep. Markle. <laughs> that was that. See ya. Which doesn't, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. No. Piers is definitely a, a a cunty little bitch, <laughs> <laughs> to put it mildly. Yeah, I, I guess I just, I really don't care. I, I don't need to hear about somebody who's been swept up and made a princess about how horrible her life is. Shut the fuck up. That's what I have to say. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I do think we were talking about this with Britney Spears, though, man. The media can go too far. And it's sure, like, you know, 
sure. I think some of the race stuff was not great. And like, I understand they paid for a $40 million wedding and everything. And there's definitely an element of attention seeking to her personality. Yeah. No question. You, you got the dream that every girl wants is, and, and that is to be a princess. Mm. And you're like, Hmm, just not for me. Mm. I don't understand why they can't just like get over it and just let her <laughs> do her thing. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, not, yeah, I mean, they could just go away and they didn't have to do an interview with Oprah. No. I guess that's true, too. No, no I, I just mean everyone. Why can't everybody just be like, yeah, well, you know, she wants to talk to the media. That's fine. We're not going to. Who cares? Let's just get rid of this stupid fucking thing. I'm yeah. over it. It's stupid. I hate having to watch the fucking royal wedding coverage every five years. Yeah. Do you see the kiss? The funniest thing that ever happened. We were in high school. And this was when the first royal wedding was going down. Pippa Middleton and uh, Pippa Middleton. Sure. Who? <laughs> Kate Middleton. Kate. Yeah, that's the one. Who's yep. Pippa Middleton? Her, Her sister. sister. I don't know why I know that. Uh, Kate Middleton and Prince William. Yep. Got married. And there was one chick in our uh, history class that was like fawning over the royal wedding and like when the two of them kissed, she happened to be turning around as everybody was watching and she flipped shit in the middle of history class. <laughs> and it was the greatest Love it. Just moment of karma. Yeah. I hate these stupid things. Yeah. Go Megan, take it down from the inside. <laughs> I don't think there's, they're going to take it down. I really don't. I, I, yeah, this is such a non story to everybody else. Uh, to, <laughs> I mean, to people who live everyday lives, this is such a non-story, but it's such a big story to the crown, you know? Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a non-issue. <laughs> Anywho, what else is new, guys? <laughs> Nothing. You guys watch Hot Ones? Yeah. I saw I Paris Hilton on Hot Ones today. Ugh. She's, like, doing a media tour. Dude. For what? Hold she's on, pod, she has podcast now. I got, I got, I got to just say something oh really quick. God. She's all over the place. She's taking people down, dude. She's. I, I just got to say something really quick. I Go watched ahead. Paris Hilton here. I have never been more like shocked and impressed by a human being. <laughs> well, it was all had, an act. I had such low expectations going into this interview, and I was like, "Wow!" Because of her ability to like to answer articulate, questions, articulate. Strings of words. Or her ability to eat hot foods. (laughs) The the former, certainly. (laughs) Dude, Um, I want to watch the Paris doc. She she released a full documentary on YouTube. Yeah, she's like, she's back. Paris is back. God. Here she is. I'm into it. I like Paris 2.0. Do you? I do. What 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 did she say that impressed you? I, I she just didn't sound stupid. Oh. At the end, she did her thing. She like like her tagline. She was like, "Cause the hot wings." She's like, "That's hot," but it was like <laughs> clearly a different voice. Like she was, yeah. she's fully acknowledging the character that right. is Paris Hilton right now. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, the the simple life is that what that show was? Yep, it was. Nicole Richie. Yep, Paris Hilton. Um, I'm into it, guys. Were you guys a fan of the Paris Hilton sex tape? Never seen it. Uh, I I mean, all those sex tapes just bore me to death. 
It really just bore me to tears. The problem is the lack of direction, right? I mean, well, you really need yeah. somebody who knows what they're doing behind the camera. And I mean, when you're as hot as Paris Hilton, there's no effort on her part whatsoever. She's laying there like a wet noodle. I mean, it's just such a turnoff. She's just not an attractive human being to me. I don't get celebrity sex tapes. I don't get the appeal. Like, I've never seeked one. Yeah, I don't get it. What do you it, mean you don't get the appeal? I don't get the appeal. It's weird because it's it's these people that you think you know yeah. having sex. And I don't want to see any of my friends have sex. So why do I want to see these people who are disconnected from me have sex? I think that's a reflection of your friends. <laughs> okay, well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I just have no interest in seeing other people have sex. I just feel like it's horrible enough experience in first person. Why? <laughs> Why would I want to watch person. it in third person? Like Rob's playing a video game. Yeah. This is terrible. It's a horror game. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> I think the thing is, I don't uh, want to know. The graphics are so laggy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know their name if I'm watching that. I, Guys, I don't know what you're talking about here. Like Apparently, I, you're the only one who feels yeah, this way, though. What I mean, uh, well, okay, I'm, I, I, without revealing too much about myself, but like, <laughs> when is that ever appeal, stopped you? That's true. Isn't the appeal obvious? No. Like, isn't it insanely obvious? It's like there's a hot person that I know, and like now I would like to see them have sex. How is that not better than a hot person you don't know? Yeah. Hmm. There's just something a little more creepy and personal. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, perhaps. I don't know. It's like you know, making love to someone that you've been on five dates with. <laughs> not and, what that is, and though. Have, no, and having <laughs> yeah, a one night a stand. Distinction. No, but there is no, but it is. It, but that is kind of the difference, right? It's like your familiar, your familiarity with them actually makes it more appealing. And like celebrity sex tapes are a similar thing. I think it makes it creepier. Well, it's definitely creepier, but so is all of pornography. This is why love isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I again, pornography is like the biggest industry there is. For sure. People watch porn. I watch porn. I'm not going to say that I don't watch porn. It's not a habit that I get into. Congratulations. I've seen, I've seen porn. <laughs> yeah, I don't, get the, I don't get the celebrity sex tape thing. I don't get it. It's again. It's just like, like come on. We definitely had those chicks like in either high school or college where it's like, God, love to see what she looks like naked. And celebrity sex tapes are like, here's your ability to see it. Yeah, Kim Kardashian is that girl. Ugh, she is so ugly to me. I, I agree. I don't. See Maybe the- that's the other problem is I actually don't think any of these people are actually like attractive. Yeah. yeah. Don't find Kim Kardashian attractive at all. At all, there's not. She's a zero on it. Is Rob Lowe not attractive? Okay, I might watch Rob Lowe. <laughs> That's a good point. Just comparison. He's notes. just like <laughs> he just like turns halfway through the porno and goes, "Hi, I'm here to tell you about the Atkinstein." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I I I kind of fall on the on the Nick side here. I don't. I don't get it. 
I'm sorry. There, cl- there clearly that. must be something to it, though, because yeah. that whole. Do you remember the fappening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like the biggest thing for like a week. Yeah. An important and... night of uh, of Nico's life. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Dude, I had friends over when the fappening oh, happened. My oh, my God. I had friends over. Actually, Nick's cousin was over. And uh, yeah, I, I could have guessed. And, and probably my best girlfriend on the planet. And one friend was having a very good time and one was very uncomfortable. And I will let you decide which is which. <laughs> Based on the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm with which my cousin discussed yeah. that event, <laughs> I will guess correctly. It, it was it was quite a memorable night. <laughs> hmm. Uh, do you want to do this bracket or, or yeah? Else? Let's do this bracket and let's wrap the show up. Let's let's do a, a section here and uh, head out because I'm so, about I'm about to ready to tap. <laughs> my, oh, my apologies. <laughs> so it is March Madness. Last year we decided to spend March discussing the best television theme songs of all time, and we compiled 64 individual songs. Listened to every single one of them on the air. And over several weeks decided that DuckTales was the greatest television theme song of all time. But this came out as our ending song for the... <laughs> the true winner of the bracket yeah. <laughs> was Matlock, of course. Um, it was a very long process. Oh. Some of it was actually lost because the first yes. bracket installment was on our lost episode. Yeah, And I do want to remind you, it is tornado season again, so... Oh, right. Of course. So it's crazy. Uh, there was a tornado last time as That's well. That's right. We might lose this episode um, again. So this year we decided to shrink it down from a behemoth 64 nominees to a manageable 32 nominees. Yes. However, I did include four additional slots. There will be four play-in games in each uh, individual quadrant of the bracket. So it's really 36. So it is 36 game shows as, uh, as uh, all in all. And uh, yes, that's right. We're doing the television game show bracket. Yay. I'm, I'm looking at this thing. (laughs) Sorry. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) I'm looking at this bracket and I'm very confused by one, one big glaring detail. Okay. We have four quadrants here. Mm-hmm. One is the 1950s, mm-hmm. one is the 1960s, and then we smushed together the <laughs> 70s and 80s, yep. mm-hmm. and then we smushed together the 90s and thousands. Because not a lot of new game shows came out in those time periods. Is that true? There are less game shows today? Uh, well, less okay, here, memorable ones. Here's what I think we're going to learn. This is... <laughs> what has lived will never die. You know, like it's just when when an institution is created and it's a game show that works, networks will run with it. Yeah, there are, I believe, a total of five nominees in the 70s and 80s category alone that are have been remade as primetime ABC game shows and are airing today are still. Yeah, still airing still and have been airing for 50, 60, sometimes 70 years. Yeah. These shows have been on the air. That's the thing about game shows. If it ain't broke, you certainly don't fix it. You would be insane to fix it. We also don't have the 2010s on here at all. Right. Um, yes, we we did not represent a lot of current game shows. But again, like most of the game shows that are memorable that have come out in the past 10 years have been notable remakes of old game shows. Yeah. 
You know, there were some game shows that I actually had to tell Rob, one in particular that he knows as a 2000s game show, debuted all the way in the 80s. Did not yeah. realize that there was an 80s version of the show that was remade. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that one. Wow. So it's, you know, it, it's never going to die. These shows will never die. They will go on long past us. They're going to outlive us, these shows. Um, so really, we're just we're arguing about institutions that have been remade time and time and time again. I mean, the first so, one in the 50s, The Price is Right, still on TV. <laughs> still right. on. So then the question, I, I guess, to ask is, do we have to rate these shows based on how they were in that decade? Well, that, that was actually going to be my question. Because unlike the, the, the TV show one where those shows lived and died, those shows were time capsules of their time, mm-hmm. right? These are not. Like, you look at The Price is Right. I mean, that show has a 70-year advantage on everything else on this list. Correct. Or at least a 50-year advantage. Or a disadvantage, though, if the show falls off a cliff. And so that's what I, you know, like, are we going to judge the best version of the show? Are we going to take all versions of the show into consideration? Are we going to take into consideration just the best host? Or like, is, is Bob Barker the only host we're considering for Price is Right? Or do we have to figure in the Drew Carey years? Wasn't there somebody else before Bob Barker? Bill for Cullen. Day. For like Bill day, Cullen right? was yeah. the initial host yeah. of that show. Who went on to host Blockbusters and Password and a lot of great... Did, didn't Bob Barker took on very early though, right? Yes. Yeah, he, he hosted, I think... The, the version that is still on today, the CBS daytime version, he was the host day one. And it, it, it changed when it was in syndication, out of syndication, etc. So what we now know of as that format's Bob Barker. But like, so how do we judge it? it? American Gladiators is on this list. Is it just the original American Gladiators or is the Hulk Hogan American Gladiators? You know, it's got to be the Hulk Hogan. One. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan and Layla Ali. Um, so, you know, that's something we have to take into account. Do we take into account just how good the game is or how good the presentation is? Does the theme music get taken into consideration? The set, the host, the contestants, the, the, the tone of the show, you know, a lot of questions to ask. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big question. I don't know the answer. Uh, if you are a longtime listener of two cents, you will know that Rob and I, this is kind of the thing that we've bonded over over yeah, the years. Yeah, for sure. When I was seven years old, I wanted to be a game show host. I knew it in my bones. Still chasing that dream. <laughs> and for like a good five to six years, the only television I watched was game shows. The only television I watched. In fact, all the way back in 2006, I remember this because I was a sixth grader in middle school. I bought this old thing. Oh, wow. (laughs) The encyclopedia of TV game shows. Look how thick that bag is. Oh, wow. That is cool. That is a textbook. That is cool. Let me tell you how many pages this thing is. I had to buy this used from like a library in Colorado. (laughs) Because I could not find a new edition anywhere. Uh, We're losing your mic there. I'm sorry. Oh, we lost you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm okay. Here. okay. Apologies. Uh, 341 pages in this bad boy. Wow. And I brought this to school because, you know, we would have to do like silent reading at school. 
And one day I'm just in fucking science class and I just put this thing on the table <laughs> and I'm just, just crack it open. And everyone was very confused and it would probably explain why I didn't have many friends in the sixth grade <laughs> other than Nick. So, oh, I hated you in middle school. I know you did. Maybe because I was reading shit like this. <laughs> we didn't get along until high school. So in this fucking thing, I can crack open any page. These are shows not only that you haven't heard of, like there's probably no video evidence of shows like this existing. Oh, my God. I'll just open up a random page. Shoot for the stars. Premiered in January, January 3rd, 1977. It was a Bob Stewart production. (laughs) Aired from January 3rd, 1977 to September 30th, 1977. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What a run. Hosted by Jeff Edwards. Two teams, each composed of a celebrity guest and a studio contestant, competed in a word association game on Shoot for the Stars. (laughs) Jackpot Bowling. January 9th, 1959. Wow. The series originally called Philly's Jackpot Bowling after its sponsor was used as a filler program on Friday nights to bridge the time between the conclusion of boxing matches on Calvacade of Sports and the 11 p.m. local news. This is what it says in the book. Jackpot Bowling was first broadcast from a bowling alley in Wayne, New Jersey, and in March 1959, it moved to a bowling alley in Queens, New York. (laughs) Just a wealth of information. That's cool. And and so if we have any questions, I'll be able to cite the old encyclopedia TV. Cool. Give you every host of every show. Because we don't have Wikipedia or anything. No. Dude, this is not on Wikipedia. Okay? Jackpot bowling is not on Wikipedia. Let me get it to you. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> All right. So maybe for uh, we're not going to get through more than one quadrant tonight. No, we will not. I promise you that. Okay. So why don't we actually start with the 90s and thousands? Because I'll have the least questions and we're already pretty deep into the show. Okay. You want to work backwards. Yeah. And I might in my off time watch some clips maybe not episodes but some clips of some of these other shows so i can at least have a frame of reference sounds good works for me so we'll start 90s 2000s again we've smushed a lot of uh a lot of uh of 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 years together Mm -hmm. and there were a number that did not make the cut i did want to reference some of them um because like are you smarter than a fifth grader did not make this list fun show jeff foxworthy Mm. popular show i think like the problem with that show is it got a lot of mileage from stupid adults. Yep. And like that only takes you so far. Yep. You know, you can only laugh at at adults getting math questions wrong so much. Shop to you drop did not make the list. One of uh one of my favorites actually from the nineties. Kind of just a supermarket sweep ripoff. It is. Which is why I didn't include it. Chain Reaction, a show that debuted in the 80s, was since remade for the game show network, and I think is on again, just debuted like a month ago. With Dylan Lane, the host of the uh, the original GSN Chain Reaction. Don't forget the lyrics. Wayne Brady. Couple years lasted. Minute to win it. Kind of just a beat the clock ripoff. We'll talk about that one later. Friend or foe. One of my favorite GSN game shows. Kennedy. That was pretty good. Kennedy. Ugh. <laughs> Kennedy after MTV, but before Fox News. Yep. Hosted friend or foe. Uh, was this before or after the reality TV network? 
Oh, you got a bit of a feud with Kennedy back in the day. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, we had a feud with Kennedy. <laughs> there was a network, Nick, called Fox Reality. That's right, Fox Reality. And it lasted like three years. It was like a total failure, this network. Yeah. But it was, you know, when reality television was really hot. And Kennedy hosted essentially the sports center of reality television. It was called Reality Remix. Uh-huh. And every so night, they would take like all reality TV and treat yeah. it like sports. That yep. is the dumbest fucking idea. So they would recap like last night. This is who got voted off a survivor. Yeah. You know, this is what happened on the amazing race. This is what happened on American Idol. That and Kennedy could, hosted it. That's OK. That like completely invalidates what reality TV is about. Like you're 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 supposed to watch reality TV, not get the fucking recap. They. <laughs> 100 percent and you will not convince me otherwise stole our idea for the reality tv awards no question they stole my idea no question about it yes they stole it was was this an annual thing (laughs) yes so trevor and i hosted the reality tv awards on our podcast back in the what i like to call the day (laughs) and uh We had, I mean, huge turnout for votes. It was, you know, we would choose the nominees and then tens of thousands of people ended up voting every year. It was, I saw the numbers one year when I used to guest host with you guys and it was crazy the amount of engagement we would have. Yeah. And they absolutely, those motherfuckers stole it. They, it, no was doubt the hottest, it was the hottest thing in reality TV was RFF's reality TV awards, a huge deal. And then all of a sudden, one year, Fox Reality tried doing their same shtick and it bombed. And that network deserves to be off the air. I, I also don't doubt they were listening to you. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Stole my idea. But Kennedy. I will say, like a daily sports center type show for reality TV <laughs> is the dumbest fucking Kennedy idea I've was ever the heard. worst host ever. That is such a stupid concept. <laughs> That I hate that worst mm. host ever. Good oh show God. though, friend or foe. I liked it. I also liked Russian Roulette, another GSN show when they dropped the people down the floor. Uh, that was Remember fun. that show? Yeah. Good show, <laughs> solid show. Um, Greed with Chuck Woolery, short lived. Yeah. Uh, Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. Great theme song, not as good a game. That game sucked. That game mm. sucked. There was and no was, pay. Yeah. There's really no payoff at the end. You know, it was it was a it was a total PBS show. Like, oh, yes. you get a trip to San Francisco. <laughs> the grand prize is you get to go to San Fran. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Again, we also put that in the TV theme song bracket, so we didn't need yeah. to double dip. No. Yeah. Uh, guts and figure it out to Nickelodeon game shows. I. Mm had the biggest crush on what's her mo i think her name was mo Mo. gotta go to mo gotta go to mo from guts the (laughs) hugest crush on her accent do 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 you have it guts (laughs) do 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 you have it oh my god i gotta hear her voice again can mo mo from guts what 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 was her nationality i don't remember No, she just had Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, this is the whole episode of Guts. 
Here it is. Just I need the Take a theme. Look at what we got too. going today. We got the cargo net. Michael then the Malley, yeah. Rock, then into the free fall bag right in here, and then over to the elastic jungle. Look at these things. They're not for wrapping newspapers. <laughs> and then up the wall climb right here, and then over into our pool to say hello to our resident mermaid here on Guts, Joe. Hi, Joe. But before they get to Joe, they jo got to hear the rules from Mo. Mo. Thank you, Mike O'Silly. Our players will be time. Mike O'Silly. <laughs> She's Australian, dude. Yeah, had the hugest crush on that accent. Yeah, Guts was basically like American Gladiators for kids. Yep. And it was I, I like think, very dangerous. I think you made the right choice. If we were going to only include one Nickelodeon show, you made the right choice. And I and I only included one. That was the yep. big thing. And yeah. One, and yeah, I, so exactly. You you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, at midnight, Chris Hardwick. Ugh. Points. Oh, points. Oh, points. You know points. what, though? Like points. as as dumb as that show is. I almost would argue it does deserve a place on this bracket if there was space for it. Oh, Guts. no, I think it would have gotten listed had we get, you know, gone to 64 teams. Yeah. But I, you know, ugh, awful. Not the worst. Not the worst. No, here's the thing. Like, if you acknowledge the fact that the show was literally designed to air during the nosebleed of time slots. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it, it was well. Then they, I think they moved it around too. They, they put did it at <laughs> for a while. They, they started moving it earlier. Show. Yeah, it was, a which was dumb. But I, I mean, the show was exactly what it advertised being. Mm. It was really just a place for like Comedy Central comedians to like hop on for twenty minutes and fuck around, and it, yeah. it was fine if you like that kind of show. I it, love that. It got. I to love be, Comedy Central comedians all day. Just it got to be too riffing. much. It, it was too obvious that the they were reading off a script. It was like oh. Time for my joke. Yes, oh, I gotta. Yeah. I gotta find my card for my joke. Yeah, that's you're not true. coming up with that pun that quickly. No, that's true. No, yeah. so that's so not was, really a game show. That was it's frustrating. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. It's a good point. Uh, the Chase 2013 would have been the most recent show. Yeah. That's not on here. I did not include it, and I, I just missed the cut. As a matter of fact, you guys can overrule me on anything. By the way, if you want to put one in at the last second. Oh, because of the 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 2000s. Yeah. No, I I. Took it into consideration as well. I, it just a little too new. That was the one with the Beast on the Game Show Network, and has since be, been remade with Ken Jennings and James Holtzauer and Brad Rutter are now the Chasers. Hmm. I like that show a lot. I think it's like it's the best like recent game show format. It's a good one. It's a really good. It's one. a good one. If you'd like to replace something, go for it. Cash Cab. I really like Cash Cab. Do you? I do. But mostly I like it because every time I go to New York City. Serious question. Is Win Ben Stein's money. <laughs> yeah, that was like, my next one. Actually, <laughs> yes. should that actually be on this list? Absolutely. Are you, That's not a gimmick. That's not a fucking. You're telling me that's not a Geico commercial. Iconic show. show. Iconic Comedy Central game show. Are you gave sure? Us Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, did Are you it. sure? Well, gave Jim, us Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was on the Man Show before Ben Stein. Was that before Ben Stein? Yeah, the Man Show was definitely before Dude, Ben Stein. Everybody came from the Man Show. Let's yeah. just be clear about that. <laughs> everybody, their I all their careers love exist. Ben Stein's money. The gimmick with that show, Nick, is that Ben Stein would host, and then after one contestant was eliminated, he would become a contestant himself in the game, and just stop <laughs> people from winning money. Yep. That's pretty funny. It's like, and also it was really funny because they would write these very long categories 
So he would have to read the whole thing in but his voice. But tell the contestants to read the entire category word for word every time they selected it. <laughs> and they were like very like ridiculous jokes. <laughs> but you want the chase? I'll, I, listen, I'll, I'll go with the group. If you want the chase in over when Ben sends money, that's it's, fine. It's, it's, it's not that I don't appreciate that, but it's, it's, it's clearly the butt of a joke. It's not, you know, if you're talking prestigious, like historical game shows here. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I would almost kick lingo out. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, <be-doop. laughs> the alien lost trek of time because he was in a state of Spock. This was a when Ben Stein's money category. Another unique suggestion for the use of your belly button. <laughs> the astronomer's favorite film was Atmosphere and Loathing in Las Vegas. They had to read the entire category, whatever they selected. <laughs> Before killing his wife, the husband took out a plots. Battling depression and fire spitting dogs from hell. <laughs> the conservative schools teach reading, right wing, and arithmetic. If All right, you want let's get, in, go for it. Let's get this show on the road. Sorry, do you have to shit? <laughs> it's getting to a point where I'm not sure I can fake it for much longer. So let's get going. <laughs> Doggy Dog, we left off too. One of our favorites. Yep. Oh, great show. Fuck great it. Show. Okay. All right. Cash All right. Cab <laughs> versus one versus one. We can, we shit, can, we'll kill time. We can pause. All right. You, can, you kill time. We can take a break. <laughs> no, we'll keep going. We're going to keep going? <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just go right through. What are we going to do? <laughs> we're about to start the bracket what are we gonna fucking do doggy dog nick was a show aired i think on nbc for two years hosted by brooke burns i remember that show yeah i never watched it but there were always commercials doggy dog at nine or whatever another good theme song doggy dog um but uh yeah they always dressed the host in the most scantily clad outfit I remember that. It was like, you know, when Richard Dawson hosted, he wore like a three-piece suit. And when Brooke Burns hosted, it's just like short shorts and a crop top. But a, a fun show. Like it, what The format was like you would all you would be given a task and you would vote on the person least likely to complete the task. And if they if they won, they got to kick somebody out that voted for them. If they lost, they would be eliminated. So whoever... Basically, it really was just whoever was um, voted by everybody, all or nothing on them. Right. So it was really just a game where everybody votes somebody out, but if that person beats everyone else, they're okay. And then they get all the power to eliminate. They go to the dog pound, as they called it. It was fun. It was a good show. More often than not, I assume people would just, well, you actually know, because you want to vote out the best people, though. Right, because you well, sure, you want to be able to beat them. So you want to you want to try to vote out people who are actually pretty good. So all of this came in the wake of Survivor. Survivor's yeah, actually that sounds very Survivor esque. It and does. I think Weakest Link. I think Weakest Link came out after Survivor, although I don't know that for a fact. But there was a big run of like vote out who you think is either the best or the worst because the whole well, thing it, with Survivor it, is yeah. what you just essentially said. You want to keep around the good people because they'll help you win challenges, but you also want to vote out the good people and keep around the bad people because they're easier to beat well and, and so what, yeah what it comes yeah. down to with that show and the, what made that show i think work is that there's a team atmosphere then there's a shift and then suddenly it's every man for himself right 
and it's about adjusting to that. With dog eat dog, though, it sounds like that's just it's constantly in that one state where you ideally you're just constantly voting out the best person. Mm. What right? you end up getting on those shows, I forget uh, some TV critic wrote about this in regards to Survivor, and he's like, "Yeah, what you're actually doing is selecting the most average person." Right, that's what I was thinking. Because like at the end, you're going to be left. You're going to be yeah. left with somebody who's probably, if you were to rank everybody, probably in the top forty percent. Sure, but no better. Sure, right. Which is yeah, great. Because as an average person myself, I like when average people succeed. Oh, you'd do great at Survivor. <laughs> I don't. You know. would. You're very average. I couldn't sleep in the fucking woods though. I couldn't do it. You slept here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> One eye open. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> All right. Let's get right, going. Let's go. Eight, nine matchup, the play-in game. Cash cab versus one versus 100. That's a weird way. But. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get rid of one versus 100 so we don't ever have that awkward pause again. No. <laughs> I love one versus 100. No, that's a good it. show. Great. That's a very good show. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Yep. Now, that's the hang up for me. I like Bob Saget, but like ironically <laughs> you know what i mean i i think they missed an opportunity by uh not bringing this back during the pandemic you could have had this all done over zoom from people's homes it's a good point you I missed- think they did it they did it with the chick from dancing with the stars okay on the game show network and they did it like that with everybody on the zoom screen. yeah 100 I, I like cash cab i mean it just didn't stand a chance on the discovery channel <laughs> <laughs> was on for a while it ben was. bailey a good host very good host very, very good on his toes great what on I his love toes. About, what i love about cash cab is the idea that you could just be like living your life and then suddenly on a game show but in a way that is unobtrusive well, here's like, the thing. They are going to a destination, and the yeah. game show only lasts as long as until they get there. Correct. It's not an inconvenience at all. Right, but they were all casted people. It was all predetermined. I just wish <laughs> we could apply this same like uh, idea to other things. Like, what if you hop on a flight, and then suddenly everybody in that flight is on a game show, and there are parachutes for everybody but one? <laughs> <laughs> and if you get eliminated... <laughs> You're just off the plane. <laughs> That's not bad. Just How scooping people out of the be? Atlantic. Yeah. How good would that be? Think about this. Think about this. Like, well, okay, they, they pack twice as many people on the plane. So half the people on the plane are on a game show. Yeah. The other half are uh, trained in using a parachute so they can help the person off. Not bad. That's a pretty good show. I do like the idea. You're right, though. Of, like, we're just doing shit. We might as well be doing a game show. Yeah. Like, while we're here. Like, you're in the I'm waiting room at the doctor's show. office. You're waiting in line at the DMV. Yes! DMV the game show! My goodness, we're just giving out pearls. <laughs> Seriously. That's like, a great show! Except Cash Cab wasn't spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a big... Yeah. It was kind of spontaneous. No, it wasn't spontaneous at all. Well, they what would like you- they would go to bars and they would like meet people in bars and they'd be like, "Oh, you, you want to be on a show?" They're like, "Sure." They're like, "All right, go stand on the sidewalk." Yeah, and then boom, they're in the cash cab. Before, so wait, it, before you're telling me it wasn't completely random. Wasn't no. random people. Before, really? Before you get in the before you get in this cab, we need you to sign off on a shitload of paperwork. Yes, <laughs> we need you to go through a <laughs> casting decision. Talk to our producers. Because <laughs> if Ben Bailey fucking crashes the car and you die. Like they're they're gonna sue the Discovery Channel. Yeah. 
Not I just assumed they um spontaneous. They just uh I don't know, did that off camera. Magic of television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Magic. No, it always bummed me out too because I always wanted to be on the cash cab. Yeah. And whenever I would go to New York, I would look out. Yeah, you're that. actually kind of ruining my experience of being in New York now because when I was out there I'd be like looking. Where's the bald guy? <laughs> Are we going? We're the only white cab driver in all of New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going one versus a hundred? Yes. Yes. All right. I'll go with you on this. I like the novelty of cash cab, but unfortunately, yes, one versus one hundred is a better show. We want the mob because it's going to get destroyed by. (laughs) Well, it will. Should we? Are we going to do this right now? Uh, Oh, I mean, I thought we were going to go through the first round. Well, yeah, but no, this I, this is the this is the play in round like this th- these first two we just pit up were um to make it into the bracket yeah, right so they're they're now the so technically one versus one hundred is now actually officially in the bracket yes correct so we could do the first round and do it again right yes. now yes we could so let's do it let's do it uh it's who wants to be a millionaire against one versus one hundred yeah this is no question I, I mean. One is responsible for the entire revitalization of the genre, and one right. is responsible for the revitalization of Bob Saget. And maybe, <laughs> maybe one is responsible for saving a network. <laughs> saved a network. Yeah, saved a format. Yeah. <laughs> really Look, saved network television. If yeah, you think about maybe. It. <laughs> I mean, one versus a hundred or one and a million. Yeah. I mean, that's a bigger number. What was the max you could win on one versus a hundred? Was it a million? A million dollars okay. it was. Yeah. 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 I think it was only done once. Okay. Actually, and who wants to be a millionaire, it just happened for the first time in like 15 years. Oh, wow. On the celebrity version of the show, the, the fucking oh, chef won? guy. Ah, uh, some chef. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, D- Dave Chang, is that his name? Nothing will beat John Carpenter calling his dad after not using any lifelines. Not Let's the just- director, right? No, not the director. Not the film director, John Carpenter. No. No, No, I love that clip of him, like, calling his dad, and he's like, hey, dad, I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win a million dollars. Like, what a great moment on television. Who wants to be a millionaire now because we're going to be talking about it a lot more in the future. Okay, fine. And there's stuff I want to talk about with Reege and the whole thing. There's a lot. Fastest finger, all that shit. So let's just just put it through. Uh,. (laughs) <laughs> uh, what's the here we go <laughs> okay um, next the four seed fear factor versus the five seed so we're putting the chase in here instead of when Ben signs money I think it has more of a chance personally okay yeah all right the chase is here at five okay I feel like I can argue both sides here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I personally, I love the chase, but fear factor for me was just something so different that that's what I like about it. There was some, there was some uniqueness to it. Very unique. You know, at the time, uh, I, f- I feel like fear factor is one of those things that has actually aged better. Yeah, because at the time it felt like some sort of like MTV Beavis and Butthead shit. Yeah. But strangely, even though Joe Rogan has become more MTV Beavis and Butthead, somehow (laughs) that has actually made the show better in retrospect. (laughs) 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you understand what I'm trying to articulate here? It was definitely a time and a place show, Fear Factor. No question about it. Like it, it was like Spike TV. It was. Yeah. It was an iconic show for it a while. Was. Like that show was huge. Mm-hmm. Just because you're right, Rob. There, it, it's like we had never seen anything like no. it before. So different. I mean, it no, was disgusting. I, the bull like, testicles was nothing to you guys, right? You were like, ah, I do that yeah, every Tuesday. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Called mountain oysters. <laughs> I remember you telling us about that in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? For your next challenge, you'll be getting a colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah, I can do that, too. Do that in my fucking sleep. Oh my God. <laughs> it was definitely the show that Rob was most likely to win. <laughs> was fear I don't think so. No, there were the, the the spiders and the snakes and the scorpions. That was too much for me. <laughs> yeah, the stunts are maybe a little too much. Yeah, too. yeah. No, how could I, one thing I never understood about that show is like how could they guarantee anybody's safety? You don't. You make them sign a waiver, and if they die, they die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how did nobody die? Here's what you don't, guys. Wipeout. Someone fucking just died at Wipeout yeah. like a year ago. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and they're bringing the show back, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, the big balls, <laughs> yeah. hijinks on the big balls." I mean, also, a guy like shattered his parks. spine. People die at amusement parks. I mean, yeah. so mm. I get it, but he did, nobody died during Fear Factor, right? Not that no. I know of. I think Joe Rogan would still be tooting that horn if somebody had died. You're right. He would have a mean... fucking name tattooed oh, God, on his yes. body. Yes. He would be like, be oh, like remember Bridget, that time I forget. killed somebody on Fear Factor, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there smoking a joint yeah. with fucking Joey Diaz. <laughs> How did that guy become the biggest podcaster in the world? How did he go from some fucking schmuck to like the podcast pariah fucking I don't get God, it. I, I use that word wrong again. Yeah, wrong <laughs> this is not the first Messiah. time. Messiah. No, I do that. This Complete is the second time. Hold on yeah. a second. This is the second time live on the air I've used that word wrong. <laughs> this is the second time I've done that, but he I caught myself. But a pariah. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> that good point. Um, the chase is yeah. You're, you're right. I think the chase is a great show. It is. I love that format. It's a brilliant format. I love the end game on that show. Oh, payoff is great on that show. You gotta have a good bonus round. Yep. That's a, I think a criteria will be. We'll talk about. Oh a lot. yeah, we will. You need to have a good bonus round. And the and and the chase certainly has it. But Fear Factor just like. I have fond memories of watching that show. Yeah. And it really is unlike any other show that's on this list. Yeah. So I think my vote would be that as well. It it satisfies a morbid curiosity. Like, I remember being a kid watching that show. Mm. And it does satisfy some morbid curiosity, like, of what is, like, really gross or horrifying shit. Yeah. Yeah. That you wouldn't think of. All right. The chase... I'm not convinced here. You what? the The chase is almost kind of like... It's almost like an elevated version, though. It's almost like a game show for game shows at this point, especially with the recent introduction of yeah. um, Holt Tower. And isn't it sort of like the major leagues almost of game shows? That's at this what point? they're trying to point. That, that's what they're trying to paint it at. Yeah, they're like beat the absolute best. Don't let the chaser catch you. Right. So I mean, there is something to that. So I, I think we'll push Fear Factor through, but reluctantly. Is that fair? Okay. Yeah. I agree. I see what you're saying, but I think Fear Factor wins it for me anyway. Okay. All right. Fear Factor moves through. Joe I am Rogan. seeing something, though, for our next round that I'm just kind of blown away by, but I'll let you introduce it. 
Okay, we have the three seed weakest link versus the six seed legends of the hidden temple. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I was just looking up Ann Robinson, who hosted the weakest link. Right. I mean, the reason that this show was as popular as it was then is because this was about the time that Simon Cowell came over. Mm. And mean was fun. Being the only mean. Brits were the mean Brits. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just seen that she is now the host of a TV show in Great Britain called Countdown. Interesting. Oh, uh, you love that show. I love 8 out of 10 Cats does Countdown. Count, right, right, right. So Countdown is the, the show that has been on the air for 82 seasons. Yes. <laughs> With and they over have to like, do math. 7,000 episodes. They do anagrams and math problems. Right. It's like the Jeopardy. It's on at the, you know, for the old timers over there. Right. And I did not know that Ann Robinson was hosting Countdown over there now. That I have to see some new episodes of Countdown. Love I did not include th- British shows, by the way. Yeah. Although I guess I could have. I do love 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. Well, and this was also around the same time. Sorry to backtrack no, a little no. bit. With Gordon Ramsay and her, it was also, or I'm sorry, with, th- yep. with Simon Cowell and her, it was also around the same time as Gordon Ramsay yep. mm-hmm. with Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. There was certainly like a mean Brit. Oh yeah, thing going yeah. on. It just meanness in general. I mean, Apprentice started. Trump was doing his thing. Yeah, mm. and it was mm-hmm. definitely of the same sort of brand. You know, you look at like the best reality show uh, Emmys, and it's like every yeah, it's just British people being mean to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, Dancing with the Stars brought on a mean Brit. Um, you know, America's Got Talent. Piers Morgan was on America's Got Talent. Well, and what's funny too is all yeah. the mean Brits from then now are very nice. They're yeah, on shows and they're totally very nice. nice now. Yeah. You ever see the, the the America's Got Talent clips now? Uh, well, because now the things that fucking trend on Facebook are these clips of like, you're beautiful. Your family's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Your your voice is beautiful. <laughs> like, it's all... <laughs> like, oh, I fucking, was bullied in high school. Yeah, oh, here's kid, your golden buzzer. <laughs> kid in a wheelchair sings yep. like... Yeah. Amaria perfectly. Sings like an angel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does Pavarotti better than right. Pavarotti? Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's the shit that fucking trends now. Send them through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> weakest Link, you're right, though. So they've remade it since. They, yeah. uh, it, there was a syndicated version after the primetime version hosted by George Gray, who is now the announcer on The Price is Right. Okay. And he tried doing the and uh, and I said I almost said Anne Frank the Anne Robinson impression. <laughs> That's a very different show. Jesus Christ! Oh. <laughs> tried doing the Anne Robinson impression, didn't work. And now Jane Lynch hosts it in prime yep. time for NBC, and she does an even worse job. Yeah. Oh, she's terrible. So I do wonder: was it all just the host? Well, and it was just the right host at the right time in American culture. Mm. From somebody who didn't watch the show, like from like a third party perspective here of just somebody who was alive while it was on, right? Somebody not into game shows. The only thing I remember about that show is her voice. You are the weakest link. Well, and it was... And it was was billed as who wants to be a millionaire meet survivor. Correct. And the does two, it satisfy either of those? It does, kinda. Not really, but 
kinda. It's a it's a fine quiz show. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the elements of like voting out who you think is the biggest threat. Like, yeah, as a Survivor person, now I think Survivor right. does that better. Right, for sure. And I think it works better when like the people form relationships with each other, and they're not just on a soundstage. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I am actually kind of selling it short. It was like a really good show, and it was like a really big show at during its its run, its initial run. Um, but I think I have fonder memories of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Here's yeah, the thing. I, I mean, never watched that a, much Legends. Wow. Because we didn't have Nickelodeon. Damn. Let me tell you my my experience with Legends of the Hidden Temple. It was um, the first time my family got the extended cable package. Mm. Ah. So there's the boring regular cable. Yep. And then there's that premium. Same. That beautiful Same. cable. Yep. And Nickelodeon had a channel. I know it was what you channel say. 2077 or some shit like that. <laughs> Nick Gas, baby. And they had every they had reruns of every show that was 20 fucking plus years old. Double dare guts. Figure it out. Get the picture. Nick Arcade. And you put on Legend of the Hidden Temple and I am fucking there. Mwah. I enjoyed the episodes of Legends of the Hidden Temple that I watched. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's it, I mean it's Indiana Jones, and it's a yeah. game show made for kids. But mm. such a tiny little set. <laughs> True. But a great but, one, though. Got the, got some bang for its buck. The tiniest set in game show history. <laughs> <laughs> but a great... Again, that final obstacle course, though, dude. Yeah. And I also want to... You know, I know this is sort of like a little taboo. Maybe some people would say, Hey, Nick, shut the fuck up. You shouldn't be saying this. But you know what? <laughs> Voting for Legends at the Hidden Temple is a vote for Nick Gass as a whole, mm. as far as I am concerned. Mm. I you know agree. what I mean? I know that Rob This is like his, betting, on, betting on the Buccaneers, but you're really betting on Brady. I'm with you. I'm with you. The I, Mayan Temple Guards, baby. I can get behind why you guys like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Overall... Weakest Link is probably the better game show. Which is why it is seated higher. higher. Right. That's why the, the selection committee was very specific about <laughs> yeah. seating it higher. But this is a very uh, easy upset. The Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean. That shit. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Ann Robinson. Or you got fucking Mayan Guard, Silver Monkey. You got. Olmec. Oh my God, Olmec! Otev, I mean no, Olmec. <laughs> Big Brother even stole it. Yep, <laughs> Olmec, baby. Who? What was your favorite uh, Legends team, Nick? I don't remember. Uh, purple, yeah. but purple monkeys, silver snakes, orange iguanas. It was usually. <laughs> I forgot them all. <laughs> it's usually whoever won that first round. I'm like, okay. I'm I'm cheering for these guys. <laughs> I mean, that game felt like like a legit ass game show, but it also felt like being at a Chuck E. Cheese. And they found a way to like thread that needle really well. Red Jaguars, blue barracudas, Ugh. green. Oh, I like monkeys, the barracudas. Green monkeys, orange iguanas, purple parrots, silver snakes. The best. I like the barracudas. I'm voting legends, baby. I gotta push it through, and only and p- partially just because I don't think weakest link. Has its own identity enough. I agree. 
I'll give it to Legend you. Legend is a phenomenon. All right. I love yeah. it. Good upset. I, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that yeah. one. Is that our first upset of the day? I think it is. I think so. All right. Last matchup of the show. The two seed deal or no deal versus the seven seed lingo. <laughs> this is tough for me, but not for the reason you think. I think I hate both of these. How dare you? I think I hate both of these. How dare you? Let me be clear. Whichever one goes through the next round, I will vote for Legends of the Hidden Temple yeah. against it. <laughs> Chuck Woolery. It's the first of many Chuck Woolery programs we'll be discussing yep. today. American Not today. Icon. Not today. Or, I'm sorry. On this bracket. <laughs> um, deal or no deal. Another like iconic one. Big hit. Howie Mandel. It is a big hit. I just got tired of the shtick. <laughs> well, because there's not much of a game. No. I mean, that's the thing. Like, this is a perfect example when we talk about game shows, right? Yep. It's no game, all show. Yep. You know? Yep. Deal As or no a, deal is ahead. like, at the end of the day, it comes down to like math. Like, you could math out that game. It is all luck, though, too. It is all luck. There's well, more that's what I mean. Yeah. It's a stats game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you could literally just stats that out and and stats any given moment you can know is this my best option or not? Yeah. Right. If you were to sit there and crunch the numbers, you would say this is my best option to take the money and I'm going to do it, and that's it. Like it's not really a game. No. There's no fun. Lingo, I think, is the opposite. I think Lingo is all game, no show. I mean, it was like a very <laughs> tiny set. Yeah. It was just words. It was people spelling five letter words. Very <laughs> boring. But kind of addicting. I got to be honest. It with was you, addicting. Like, it was addicting. I sat there and watched that show for hours. But there were times where teams would get up there to the bonus round and they'd have no fucking clue what to do. And they'd sit there for 30 seconds at, <laughs> and look at two letters on the board and not know where the fuck to spell. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's almost like the difference of like fun to play or versus fun to watch. Yeah. Mm. Right. I just mm. got tired of the sob stories all the time on Deal or No Deal. Like, oh, that was the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, here's here's uh, he's having a colonoscopy tomorrow. Here's Rob (laughs) having a colonoscopy tomorrow and he really needs the money. Needs the money to pay for the copay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, I feel it. Uh, You could also tell like the format was, I think, a little weak when they had to keep changing the rules where it's like. Now there are $13 million cases. Yeah. And like you would have to be a fucking moron not to pick the million dollar case. Yep. Like you know, it got to that point where it was absurd. Like how many advantages they had to give to the contestants yeah. or how much, how many times they had to increase the number or add a new gimmick in there because it was the same thing over and over again. Also that the fact that 50% of the show was hot women, like holding a briefcase. True. Like Meghan Markle. Yeah. Was a model on Deal or well, No Deal. Yes, she was. Yes, she wow. was. Um, okay, like, like as a comparison here, you have like Wheel of Fortune. They had one hot chick, and she did it all. Mm. You know what I mean? There's no reason they couldn't have done that with Deal or No Deal. Did it all. <laughs> she did it all. <laughs> yeah, but again, you don't need the models, and you don't need Vanna. <laughs> you don't. But it's part of the show, though. It was. Yeah. No, I, you need. You need. You need Vanna. I disagree with that. You I don't agree. need Vanna. She was. How dare you? Listen, when I had the Wheel of Fortune game for the Sega Genesis, <laughs> she was there. Super Nintendo Sega or whoever Genesis. The, I don't know if she was actually uh, the 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 gal during that time. No, I but, think she was the whole time. I'm sure she okay. was. She's been there okay, like yeah, 84 she was, years. She was there. She was there. Mm. And she did. She did it. 
No, the computer did it. <laughs> no, she actually came to my house. <laughs> and she pressed the buttons. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> She's got I, that kind of time. <laughs> Here's what I will say in defense of Deal or No Deal against Lingo. Which would you rather watch? The final pull of the lingo ball, or there's two cases, one has a million dollars, one has a penny, and we're going to open them now. Like, it is the most dramatic moment, and I know it's manufactured, but you can't beat that drama. No. I, my counter argument is just put the hosts next to each other in a room. Who would you rather like have a conversation with? Because I don't know these days. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Howie Mandel live. Uh, have you I, seen Chuck Woolery live? <laughs> I have not. I have not. I've seen him virtually quite a bit these days. <laughs> I have not. But uh, I, I was underwhelmed by Howie Mandel. Chuck Woolery here for my pillow. <laughs> Is he a my pillow guy? Oh, well, probably. Well, I mean, in the sense that they both believe Dominion stole the election. Yes. Oh, in that sense. Now that'd be a good game show. Yeah. <laughs> I have to vote. I, for, I, I have to vote with Nico here. Deal or no deal? Nick, how would you vote? I haven't watched much lingo. Okay. So we'll, we'll push deal or no deal. That's fine. I'll put deal or no deal. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really have the balls to make this upset. No. But it's close. It is it actually is. close in yeah. my mind. So there you go. Yeah. There it is. First round. Are, are we finishing out the quadrant or are we? Oh, Jesus. No. No, That's no, 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 no. We're That's just doing a round at a time. We're di- we're that- we, you know what? When I'm feeling better, yes, we will finish out quadrants. <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> okay. So what's the, what's the, what's the plan then? So next. Uh, yeah, next week we'll uh, we'll get through as much as we can. Yeah, um, but seventies, eighties will be next. Then the nineteen sixties, then the nineteen fifties. Okay. So at the very least, we'll be getting through the seventies and eighties, and we'll probably get through the sixties as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so far, who wants to be a millionaire? Fear Factor, Legends of the Hidden Temple, and Deal or No Deal are through to the Sweet Sixteen. And I will put this bracket in the description for this podcast. So. If you want to fill out your own and tell us how you would uh, you would call it, you can download it and uh, hit us up on the Discord. Yeah. And tell us why we're idiots for snubbing your favorite show. And you want to put this out there, guys. There's only two more Thursdays and Fridays left in this month. So. Well, March Madness goes into April. It's fine. Yeah, it does. Okay. okay. We're good. The NCAA okay. tournament hasn't even started yet. Yeah. So, like, we're, you know, we're right, actually ahead of Rob doesn't okay, have good, the, good. Rob doesn't have the strength tonight. <laughs> no, no, I understand tonight, Rob. I hope you feel better. <laughs> good luck on your colonoscopy, Yeah, Rob. I'm ready for it to be done. I'm ready Thoughts for it. and prayers. Well, I'm ready for it to Head be 12 way. hours from now. <laughs> yeah. Tell the doctor uh, Nick and Nico say hi. I will. I will. <laughs> he'll, he'll definitely be like, oh, sure. <laughs> Uh, Join the Discord, uh, Rob RFF, Tacky Slacks, Funny Nico tweets on Twitter. Love you. I love that slide whistle. <laughs>